Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey y'all, this is Frank the Bigfoot, and you're listening to the Paranormal Punchers. Welcome to Paranormal Punchers. I'm Mark. I'm Alicia. I'm Nash. And on this episode, you're hearing the second version. Because uh, uh, uh. we recorded 10 minutes where I forgot to hit record. Yeah. I'm going to give a big thanks to uh, Funk and E-Town for the <laughs> yeah. pregame. Yeah, we went to Funk and, and pregame. <laughs> Thank you, Funk. Your beers are delicious. Your beers are delicious. Uh, Thank you. I have a New Year's resolution. That is to always make sure I actually hit record. <laughs> that the equipment is working before we start. And, oh. and, and for people listening, just so you, I know you think it sounds easy, but it's a double hit. Yeah, That's right. It's One hit, yeah. uh, it, it flashes. So you can check your levels, get your sound right. The second hit is a straight record. Well, sometimes I only hit it once and I think we're rolling. Yeah. Right, right. So you missed a bunch, but we're going to do it all over again yeah. for you. That's right. <laughs> Our main topic tonight, we're talking about the Schaumbach Tavern, potentially Pennsylvania's first serial killer, Matthias Schaumbach, and the mystery and the weird and on Hawk Mountain. Mm, okay. Before we get there, we have listener feedback brought to you by Living Among Bigfoot, the awesome book series. A new installment drops the 15th of Every month. Mm-hmm. Lish, you're reading one right now. It's a, Is it good? Oh, my goodness. It's so good. <laughs> We're bumping up our it. review to <laughs> really good. It's really good, guys. <laughs> it's really good. Do it. You can find it on Amazon. Without further ado, yes. listener feedback. We heard from Meg. Meg. She says, hey, guys. After the busy holiday season... I was finally able to make uh, to take a moment and listen to the Min Min Lights episode. Mm, okay. So awesome. I implored you guys decided to do an episode about it. You guys did so much research. I loved it. You <laughs> found stuff that my partner nor I even knew about. Now, Meg, you are the only person to say we I did know. so much research. Right. You're the best. Um, Thank you so much. That, that, that's very encouraging that you... That you <laughs> noticed or <laughs> believed or whatever that we did a lot of research, but thank you very much because <laughs> it was a fantastic episode to do. Mm-hmm. And she continues, super fun to listen to and thank you for all the shout outs uh, that you have given me. It's amazing how you guys include your listeners uh, feedback and comments uh, in your episodes. I can't wait to hear all the awesome stuff you have coming in 2019. Woo-hoo. Well, you're hearing the. Uh, you're hearing how well I'm starting off 2019 by not recording. Uh, <laughs> she says, "Keep up the amazing work. If it's not weird, it's not worth checking out." P.S. Pudding skin FTW for the win. Much love, Meg. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <sighs> I just don't know why we got to get mm-hmm. the pudding skin going. <laughs> the pudding skin. 
Mm-hmm. <sighs> we heard from Three Spirited on Twitter, uh, at Three underscore Spirited. They said, thank you guys so much for following us back. You guys are so funny and always amazing. I find it hilarious when you butcher the UK's countries. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have a hard time I know. with it, every name, I think. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's why I, I got to apologize every time because I guarantee you I will mess up the name. I mess up the name of, our, of towns in Pennsylvania. Right. Yeah. I'm right. definitely going to butcher towns in, in other countries oh, yeah. and i'm sorry but I'm, I'm glad you think it's funny because <laughs> we're trying we're trying um yeah we try uh the one werewolf episode there was a lot of names of towns in that one yeah that we straight up murdered oh god yeah. we did not say probably a single one right <laughs> probably not yeah <laughs> but they continue here with uh but keep doing what you're doing and i am so proud of having you follow us fo- having a follow from you guys Keep up the amazing work, and I look forward to the next podcast. Thank you, Three Spirited. Yes, thank you very uh, much. I might just, I might, because you, you can go on, like, the interwebs yeah. and uh, click stuff that tells you how to pronounce it properly. Oh I God. think that if, like, when it comes to the Min Min Light or listener feedback, that the if we mispronounce something, mm-hmm. that, the, that the listener who, who kind of points that out should send, like, a little audio bit mm-hmm. of them saying it correctly. Oh. Yeah. Right? That's what we did. We, we could not right. pronounce Bruheria. Bruheria. We, uh, we Bruheria. still can't say it right. <laughs> yeah, but he sent us an audio bit. Yeah. That was awesome. That's the, that's the best way to do it. I'm telling you. If you want to try to teach us, because clearly we still can't say it right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's Again, that's another topic on our list, our, our ever-growing list. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we heard from Emily. Uh, she dropped us a little nugget in... Uh, in our Facebook group, uh, she, Emily said, I used the pudding skin analogy at mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. got a positive reaction. Ooh. See? Huh? Just thought I'd let people know. It's a solid concept. Ah, pudding skin, solid. <laughs> it's not solid. It's Well, like, it's kind of. Yeah. It's kind of in the middle. You know, here's yeah. one thing. Like, And I think this is why I'm always like ripping on you. Like, Number one, I don't eat pudding. You sh- Oh, my gosh. What are yeah, you talking we about? We don't eat pudding. So, oh. we don't eat dairy. so when you make homemade pudding... Do you have so pudding comes with a crust on top? No, it's not. No. You can't do homemade pudding. It's got to be like the like the Jello, you know, the, the chocolate pudding, the, the stuff that. There's a crust on that. Well, if you leave, if you open it and you leave it out for a little bit too long, it gets the pudding skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad I brought that up just to show again that his analogy <laughs> is based on leaving pudding sitting out, too sitting long. out, which and you get the little cups they don't really stay out. And and quite honestly, if you you know saw my picture, not much pudding gets left out ever. Mm-hmm. But it did in my youth, you know. Maybe that's how I knew about the pudding skin. I freaking loved pudding when I was younger. I know. So like, there's no way it would be left out. You've I'd never, that. you've never had pudding. Chocolate pudding. I've had pudding yeah. back okay. in the back when I was younger. Back in the not, day, it's not my. It's not my. We don't go-to. do dairy, yeah. so like we would oh, have to true. do our own thing. Well, so. pudding, I guess, could be dairy or non-dairy. I don't know. It's no, kind of. It's usually dairy. You think so? Yeah, huh? it's usually dairy. Well, yeah. I don't know how good non-dairy pudding would be. <laughs> uh it does the trick. I've but had some. When but, you buy yeah. pudding, it's not refrigerated though. So yeah, could, I don't know why because they put a bunch of 
crap in it. Well, yeah, that. it's all preservatives and, and yeah. nuclear research and you know, <laughs> right. mutagen and things like that. That's why the the, the skin forms. It's Ugh. good stuff. Mm. Hey, friends, welcome yeah. to welcome to Food Punchers, <laughs> yeah. where we break down uh, what pudding. goes into pudding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, we heard from Peppery Pots, Peppery Pots, all the way from Australia. She said, "Such a great episode." Also, sorry I creeped you out. <laughs> and then a little spider emoji. Oh. Uh, that spider. Uh, yeah, and I love that, uh, I, think it was, uh, I think it was our buddy Mike on the Facebook group dropped a, a, a meme that said, spider problem gone or whatever. But it was like this house oh. on fire. Yeah. Because these, again, face huggers, That's, the only way to get rid of them is to burn your house. It, right. It's so big. It's so big. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That spider's massive. It's I as know. big as your face. And then the legs wrap around your skull. Yeah. You can, like, grab onto your chest and hold on. No, you're really you're getting very elaborate. Uh, What's going to happen? I'm <laughs> not a fan of spiders. <laughs> no. Really? Is anybody? Uh, there's some. There are some there. people, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time I owned a tarantula? I, I I would not be able to do this podcast if I knew there was a pet tarantula in the house. No, no, no. This is this is long ago. Uh, for some weird reason, went to this pet store uh, when I, up in Perry County with my friends hanging out, and they had tarantulas, and it just seemed very weird to me. And it was like wicked cheap, like fifteen bucks. Um, but I was terrified oh. when this thing was on my arm and walking around. I became a statue. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been like one of those weird statues oh. in the park that doesn't move. Oh, the living God. statues. Yeah. Well, anyway, I made, but I did make this really uh, kick-ass aquarium for it. Okay. I had like I had like sand this uh, photo of sand dunes and 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 jeeps ramping out of sand dunes, <laughs> and then you know the, the, the gravel form and some okay. rocks. Yeah. Uh, when I would feed them crickets, like this thing would, would straight up just murder them. Oh, but the way it would just come up over that rock. And then just creep up on the crickets uh, and just hammer them with no their No way. Oh, my gosh. Now, uh, so there was this one time I was like, well, it's my pet. Maybe I should pick it up and let it walk on my arm like no. that, that guy at the pet store was doing. Yeah. Um, what I, I made a, a, a grave, grave mistake. Did you just reach in and grab well, them no, or something? Well, the spider was in the corner of the tank. Oh. Uh, so when you go to pick them up, you kind of get under their rear legs. And, okay. and they, need move, they need room to move forward slightly, and then yeah. they kind of scoop. Yeah. Well, he was already back. He was in a corner. He so had you went from to go. the front. Uh, well, no, I went from, I tried to oh, come yeah. in from behind. Okay. Okay. And pick him up, but he had nowhere to like ease himself into the process because he was already in the corner. So I think he freaked out. He spun around. No, tarantula. Yeah. But he opened up. He was on his oh, rear legs. Oh he was, he stood up on his rear legs. This is horrendous. He opened up. Um, all his other legs opened yep. up as big as he could make himself. He went into like attack posture. He til- he tilted his head back, and that's when I realized uh, transfer fangs are about a good half an inch, oh, God. three quarters inch long. Mm-mm. I pulled my hand out, and I immediately gave it to my. Uh, <laughs> I gave it away to my friend. Oh the next my gosh! Day. Oh my gosh! That would freak me out. I'm getting like PTSD from listening oh, to this man. story. Oh my god! That gosh. was my. That was my. Uh, Extent owning a uh, oh pet my. tarantula, which mm-hmm. I don't think are good pets. You can't yeah. take them for a walk, and no, they can't jump on the uh, couch and snuggle with you. Watch while you watch Netflix. So no. no. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we get them a lot back home in Arizona. You know, one time of the year the tarantulas come out and they migrate, 
and you'll be driving down the street and you might look down a street and see 500 tarantulas just no, kind of what? all just kind of crossing the street what? going the same direction. It's at the like same something out of arachnophobia. Right. Yeah, they, they they come out after the monsoons because all the food is out and they're migrating for breeding or for whatever. What the heck? And they're everywhere. Mm-mm. And so you just end up driving your car and you, you, you sometimes you try to miss them, but you just literally just drive over them. But if you're walking around, you kind of have to step around them sometimes. Uh-uh. Nope. Yeah. It's, nope. it's horrific because mm. this whole migration of just thousands of tarantulas oh all God. at the same time. That's a big fat no. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of spiders, you know, when you go camping, they're probably spiders. But you know what else there could be? Hmm. Bigfoot. Ooh! Bigfoot. So earlier in the week, Lish uh, shot me an email. She's like, Did you, have you ever heard of this? There's something called the PA Bigfoot Camping Adventure. Yep. So a bunch of people are going to camp out uh, in um, Pennsylvania, somewhere out in, uh, towards Pittsburgh, I think the Ohio Pile area. And they're going to camp and geek out about Bigfoot. That sounds like a blast. Right? That they sounds- got special guests, which includes... Uh, Filmmaker Bill Lancaster, who, right has, who has been on our show. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about, at the time, Culture Bigfoot. He has a new movie coming out. I think it's called Paranormal Bigfoot. They're going to be there, so I don't know if they're going to like show their movie. Uh, but the dude that's on that TV show... Uh, hold on, I'm clicking their link. I forget it all of a sudden. Da, 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 da. Uh, Finding Bigfoot. Okay. Uh, his name's Cliff Barackman. Okay. Barackman. He's going to be there. I'm like... Wow, this sounds really interesting. It sounds so. Like, everybody's camping out, yeah. talking about Bigfoot, hiking uh, you got during guest the day. Speakers, yeah, and then going out and and doing Bigfoot hunts, right? Searches, right? Searches. Out in the woods, you kind of doing the what are they knocking or you're out there yeah. looking for Bigfoot? That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, would you go? Would oh. you do camping? Would you do tent, yeah, RV, totally. or cabin? That's a good question. Um, I I would like to say I would do tent. But I would probably end up doing cabin. Yeah, I would go cabin because this campground you can rent an RV. Oh, really? Yeah. So you oh. do, yeah, I wouldn't. I would skip tent. I know there's some purists that think tent camping is great, <laughs> but let me tell you, the chupacabra can rip right through a tent. Well, right, and to have your own <laughs> kitchen facilities. Let alone a bigfoot. Yeah, let alone right. a bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> to have your own kitchen facilities in an RV would be really, really nice. Yeah, yeah. and since we always wanted to like. Get an RV and travel the country looking right. for Bigfoot. Right. Uh, maybe renting an RV and seeing how we like it. Right. But anyway, so if you're in, if you're anywhere around uh, Pennsylvania, you think it would be a, like a good summer trip. It's only three days. It's a weekend, May 31st, June 1st, and June 2nd, three day weekend. We might do it. Mm-hmm. If anybody's interested, email us. Yeah, let us maybe, know. Maybe we'll do this. This could be like super kick-ass. Well, and quite honestly, if we're in an RV, that means that we could have access to maybe some. somebody should bring some beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don't you make beer? I do make beer. I just happen to know a guy who, who just happens to be me who could you know take care of that. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Are you guys ready to move on to the main topic? Let's tonight? do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Today. Whenever you're listening. <laughs> That's right. At this time. <laughs> now, we're going to talk about... Now, this topic was suggested by our friend Brody, Geigertown Paranormal. Yeah. What's up, Brody? What's up, Mike? What's up, Steph? little shout-out to Geigertown Paranormal. <laughs> um, this is the... 
I would say legend, but this is the story of Matthias Schombach, uh, Schombach's Tavern, Tavern, Tavern. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden I got an accent. <laughs> Sounded oh like very gosh. Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't like my Pennsylvania that Dutch? Was, was, I, live, uh, I live in PA. I'm allowed to do a bad Pennsylvania Dutch. Okay, person. okay. Uh, and also the, uh, Hawk, Hawk Mountain. Now, there's a lot of weirdness surrounding Hawk Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Matthias Schombach, if he's considered possibly the United States' first serial killer, yes. his story is very, very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to start this off with a little history of the land so we kind of get a okay. sense of what happened on Hawk Mountain okay. before they built the tavern, before okay. Matthias Schombach, before... Mm-hmm. The ten foot tall man. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'm going to start this off, and we'll kick it over to Lish. So, but this this is going back to February of 1756. Mm-hmm. This is during the French and Indian War. Uh, the uh, the Lenape tribe. They were partnering up with the French, uh, and I guess they were all a, they were going to murder any colonial families living out in the frontier. Uh, so this isn't, this is, I'm going to read this from an account of the attack. It was documented in a letter from Jean Valentine Probst. He sent it to his, I guess his buddy, Jacob, Jacob Levan. <laughs> anyway, I cannot omit writing about the dreadful circumstances of our township, Albany. The Indians came yesterday morning about eight o'clock to Frederick Reichendelfer's house. As he was feeding his horses, two Indians ran upon him and followed him into the field. Ten or twelve perches behind. What's a perch? I don't know what a perch is. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, the guy uh, who normally would look that up is, is I not know, here. He's so, not here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just have to move on. It's got to be uh, more than a foot, less than a mile. <laughs> it is. Oh, thanks. Right. Did, did I clarify that for you? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they followed him uh, in the field <laughs> 10 or 12 perches behind but he escaped and ran towards Jacob Carehart's house with a design to fetch arms when he came near uh, to Gerhardt's he heard a, a lentable cry Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus which made him run back towards his own house B- but before he could but before he got quite home he saw his house and stables in flames and heard all the cattle bellowing. And thereupon, he ran away again. Two of his children were shot. One of them was found dead in his field. The other was found alive and brought to Hagenbuck's house, but died three hours after. All his grain and cattle were burned up. At Jacob Gerhardt's, they had killed one man, two women, and six children. Jeez. Two children slipped under the bed, one of which was burned. The other escaped and ran a mile to get to people. That is the account of the brutal murders uh, of the uh, Reichendorfer children and the Gerhardt family. Okay. So this land already, I mean, that is an extreme tragedy that could possibly leave right. around some some. Some negative, negative energy. energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. from there, Lish, I'm going to kick it over to you. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So there was one, I think there was one survivor in that whole thing. Yes. And he left. He was a small kid. Right. He left. Right. And when he came back, he built what is now Schombacher's or Schombach's Tavern. Um, right. He built it overlooking yes. where his family was where massacred. Yeah, where they were yes. killed. Which is, Which is pretty messed up, yeah, right? Yeah, that was little, that's, that's questionable to begin with. I know. That's really industrious. Yeah. I mean, why would you... Industrious? Well, yeah. Well, you would... Why... You keep using that word. Are you sure you? <laughs> well, because because I'm I'm just thinking of somebody who goes. I know what it takes to to build a building, and True. you would go. Pay I don't res- know if he just like maybe he he felt a longing for like to, that land like because be his there. family was there and they were murdered there. So he wants to be around them. I don't know why he he built this house that became a tavern. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, but he I can... probably had a pool there, like a pool to be there. But oh, no, oh, I, you I, saying I mean, he had just like something could pelt him? I thought he said a pool. Like I, I was like, wow, no, he had a, okay. a pool, like a P U L L. Oh, not a heated in ground pool overlooking a vista. That'd be really cool. I was just thinking that maybe he needed to like establish some sense of permanence to to maybe offset the tragedy or there's got to be some reasoning because you would just go and you would pay respects. You wouldn't build a house or you build an inn. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it was just to be close to people that right. were part of his family. Maybe that, that's, yeah. That were murdered. So okay. he just wants to be a, in that area. And he grew up in that area. Right. So, like, I don't know if he just he just yeah. felt. But also, they always said that he was never quite right after. As well, yeah. you, you would expect. So maybe, <laughs> right. Right. maybe him building a house out there. There, there's no rhyme or reason, Mm-mm. right? You he know, just built it. He was, like you said, yeah. he was compelled mm-hmm. to go out there and do this, right? Huh. So anyway, so Matthias Schombacher, he or Schombach, they they go. There's a couple names, and yeah. I can, I can understand because my last name being Sheets S C H E T Z. People think it's spelled like the Sheets Market. Yeah. Right. Sometimes they drop the C and the Z and just add an S so like it's a bed sheet. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, names names get they get translated and, mm-hmm. and tweaked and oh, changed. Yeah. Right. We're going to go with Sean Bach, uh, Sean Bach for this okay. conversation, but it has been Sean Bacher. Yeah. Uh, Sean Bach. Uh, but trust us, uh, <laughs> we never met these people, so... We're only on what we can find on the internet, so I'm right. going to continue to say Sean Bach. Bach. I like okay. Sean Bach also. No, that's fine. And if you got a problem with that, <laughs> send us an email and help us uh, right. get smarter. Help us. <laughs> exactly. Help us. Uh, so Matthias Sean Bach, he eventually bought this property. Um, I'm assuming the original builder, he died. So I would imagine yeah, so. Because uh, I don't see him like leaving the area. But anyway, so yeah, Matthias came in. And decided to make it a tavern. Okay. Um, and it was kind of like a layover for people trying to get over the mountain. Um, so, like, people would stop there on their way over, but they would, yeah. That, the last, it, like, like night's sleep that you yeah, could do yeah. or warm meal before oh, you yeah. do a long, a long trek. Yeah. And that's kind of where our story, not begins, but you know what I mean. Like uh, it, The it, foundation. Yes. Um, so, like, he had people coming and staying in his inn. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people left. Some people didn't. They mm-hmm. stayed forever. Yeah. So what I got is uh, 
Um, so the Gerhards, they rented out, uh, they rented this to Matthias Schombach and his wife. Okay. And they rented rooms out to travelers. So they almost, they're like paying rent, but they're renting rooms. They're subletting. Okay. Subletting. Is that okay. what? Yeah, mm-hmm. subletting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're subletting on this beautiful vista uh, overlooking you know, on this mountain. But obviously. <laughs> Well, it's it, not as picturesque no. well, as and, one would hope because bad stuff went down. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, too, it's it's Hawk Mountain. So it, we just recently have, well, not recently, but it's considered, we call it Hawk Mountain because of the Hawk Preserve that's there. Yes. But in that day and age, there were still hawks there. Oh, we, yeah. It just didn't have the name. So maybe that view is a beautiful view, beautiful vista. Mm-hmm. Who knows of a big valley with some birds flying around. And so it would make sense to have people come and stay and appreciate the view. Now, this is one of those things where, like, uh, you know, in the bottom of the mountain, there's a, there's a town. And, right. you know, yes. of course, people go to town, get supplies. People talk smack about him a lot. There's a oh, lot yeah. of rumors going around, but there's there's... Definitely reasons why everybody <laughs> would be wicked suspicious. Yeah. Um, so one of the rumors circulating, and I'm going to use the word rumor because I want to get to his deathbed confession. Yeah. Um, but so a lot of the rumors that uh, people would go up there, uh, stay the night tavern, and uh, Matthias uh, would get everybody liquored up. You know, give you know tons of food or drink uh, to the point where they would pass out. You know, so tired from all the food. So hammered from all the booze. And when they're in a deep sleep, like, you know, that kind of sleep when you're, you're passed out, you're snoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're done. You're yeah. done. Yeah, you're checked uh, out. He would murder and rob them. Okay. Or would be rob them and murder them. But he'd kill them and take all their stuff. Okay. And then get rid of the bodies. People were talking that, you know, oh, he's, he's hacking them apart, um, dumping them here or there or whatever. Uh, throwing them out in the forest and letting the raccoons pick uh, the pieces mm-hmm. of like so nothing no evidence. So that that that's that is the impression that the town mm-hmm. uh, below the mountain had of this guy. Yeah. Right, right. And so there was a story. I mean, so my question has to be: if with these murdering and hacking up these bodies and putting them around, but was that? what he was doing and he and he had all the stuff so it's mm-hmm. like so i came across where he was actually taking the stuff taking it to market and selling their stuff yes. off yeah that's pretty wild right did you uh, come across the story that uh, there was this guy going around town selling mm-hmm. civil war uh, uh uniforms and things like that mhm mhm uh this guy disappeared no one ever saw him again but they did see matthias Selling pretty much the identical yeah. stuff. The, the uniform. Yeah. Weeks and, later. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, good old Matthias had some issues. <laughs> well, let's not yeah. skirt around one of the biggest things. <laughs> the elephant in the room. Let's not skirt around the elephant in the room. So, did you guys come across uh, a little uh, German sausage? Yeah. I did. Yeah. What he was doing with those bodies. Yeah. That's very exciting. Some of them, I feel like he was... Um, Cutting up and throwing, yes, in the woods, but mm-hmm. also in his well. He was throwing remains down there. So he, nobody would find it. But then also, he, yeah, he was taking the meat from some of these people and making sausage. Making sausage. making some selling res- them yeah. to yeah. people. Yeah, there's a story. This one traveler went there and, of course, uh, ordered some grub. And mm-hmm. he was like, he was eating a sausage and it wasn't, it wasn't quite right. 
Right. Uh, and and then it started to dawn on him. Probably one of those moments in the movie where uh, the aha the main moment actor or whatever. Like, looks up and you hear like, dum, dum, <laughs> where he's like, oh, my God. Well, this guy, like, man, the sausage doesn't seem right. And they start realizing, wait, there's no livestock on this property. Right. right. How is he making this sausage? And it just started to, to tick with him. And he got he got out of there as fast as possible. Oh yeah! But that was another one of those things that people thought he was serving up. Mm-hmm. He was one guest uh, mm-hmm. to another. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Because uh, they check in, he'd kill him and feed him to the next guest. Right now, that I, I can only imagine what that would be like—the logistics of making sausage from another person. Oh my yeah, gosh! I don't. I don't even know. That would be absolutely the one of the most foul things I've ever. <laughs> right. I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah. Oh, what eating human sausage? <laughs> no, the making of the sausage, oh, oh. not the eating of the sausage. Oh yeah, you had well, no problem. With yeah, sausage. I can. I can eat sausage. That's not a problem. <laughs> but the making of sausage from humans. Oh my gosh, that would make yeah. a giant mess in the smell. Mm. Uh, yeah, wow, it's awful, and that guy was awful for yeah, doing it. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, he must have had good ventilation because it would really, really stink. <laughs> right. I'm surprised the town never like uh, organized like uh, like a posse or a something. posse like yeah. at the end of Frankenstein where they all have pitchforks and torches and just go. If they really thought he was doing these evil things, right? Unless he was feeding some people in the town and they were into it. Oh, I, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> just a thought. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. No, I, d- I came across a couple stories. Like, um, there was a traveler. He decided he was going to stay there. So he um, he went up to the front door, and Matthias was like, take your horse to the, the barn or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, fine. So he was trying to take his horse. The horse was, like, rearing up, did not want to go in the barn. The he horse like, knew. Yeah, it was like it knew. but he So he was like, what the heck? So he went into the barn himself and saw that there was fresh blood on the floor. <laughs> yeah, and so at that point, he was like, it, and it was a storm also, which okay. is why he wanted to stay. Okay. He didn't want to travel in that. Um, but at that point, he was like, mm, maybe it's a good idea to keep going. I don't know. I don't so, know. So yeah, he left. Yeah, he yeah. left because he was like, oh my God, I don't know. But he he did survive the day because he didn't stay in the end. Right. So 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 the the moral of the story (laughs) would be if anybody out there should happen to be traveling around and the weather is showing up and you're in some crazy tavern and you just happen to know, you know, the walls and floors are splattered with blood. You just might continue on. Oh, God, But yeah. the sausage is really good. It may be on special. <laughs> right. You know, you might not want to take any of that uh, with you. Yeah, no, I, I read another story. A guy, um, he was going to stay there, and he was walking into the barn, and Matthias was actually hacking somebody to uh, death. And Matthias was like, get out of here, or I'm going to go after you next, or something like that. And I was like... When I was reading it, I was like, holy crap, I, I don't even know what I would do at that point. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, he obviously he did not stay because he he lived to tell the tale. He lived to tell the tale. And so when you would see something like that, mm-hmm. I mean, in the in the time frame there, would you report that to the authorities or was there enough of a view to see like, oh, that dude was cutting up somebody's hand? And you could see the hand or something? I don't know. Uh, you yeah. know? Or is it was like just like... 
you know, because when you when you hang meat to cure, then you cut it up, you, you have to skin it in the whole nine yards. And you see whatever animal that is without its skin on and it's drying and yeah. it's doing this thing. So I'm envisioning hooks like Ooh. like from the movie Predator kind yeah. of thing with people on it. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You know, drying so he could cut them up and process the meat. Uh, I wasn't even like going there. Logistics. I, no, I, I. You're right, though. Yeah. I, so would would the guy like turn around and head back to town, or how far away was a town? Did it ever? I, I don't know, but I feel like it was far enough that people would stop there on their way over the mountain. You know like, what I mean? And far enough like to it where was half the way. So if you saw somebody drawing and curing without <laughs> your skin on, that you wouldn't right. that you wouldn't head back to town. I got to say, if it were me seeing that, it doesn't really matter how far town would be away. I would go there. Well, quickly. I mean, like I said in the first story, I said, like, the guy, it was storming so bad. And he was ah, like, I don't want to be traveling in this. And then when he spotted the fresh blood, he was like, eh, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> I don't really want to be a part of I'll take of my this. chances in the snow. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But never heard of the Donner Party, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, uh... People speculated about you know him killing people. There was never right. any 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 really I guess proof, right? Because I guess if you if you if you get rid of all the evidence and you run a restaurant and there's no actual physical evidence because you've either sold off all the belongings and they didn't have like forensic DNA and like that back in the day, you needed to actually see somebody who had passed or been hacked up yeah. or whatever. And, and he was never charged with anything. See, wow. here's. Here's the thing. Uh, so Matthias Schombach, Schombacher, Schombach, Schombach, uh, he died in 1879. Okay. Uh, buried in New Bethel at the New Bethel Church. Uh, I guess that's Burst County, Pennsylvania. Now, the story goes that on his deathbed, mm-hmm. he confessed to the murders. Uh, he claimed he killed 11 people, 11 travelers, uh, but he said that uh, evil spirits told him to do this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that the mountain whispered to him mm-hmm. day, day and, and night. night. Mm-hmm. Day and night. Yeah. It's a lot of whispering. Encouraging him to act on his murderous impulses. Wow. Yeah. Now, did you get this one sounds like straight out of... Uh, um, that one Jason movie with the where he got struck by lightning and came back to life. <laughs> but there is a story that describes that when they were lowering Matthias's body into <laughs> yes. the ground, a bolt of lightning struck yeah. Yeah. nearby. Yeah, right, yeah, I saw right. that. <laughs> and everybody, everybody crapped her pants. Yeah, they ended up burying him upside down because they didn't feel like um, fixing it. Yeah, they didn't want to fix it. They just yeah. buried him. Well, I guess because the Paul Bearers freaked out. Oh, yeah. And then dumped uh, the coffin and the body yep. rolled out yep. and they just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were oh like, gosh. nope, not doing that it. sounds like a bad movie. <laughs> or even an awesome movie. Yeah. It, it's just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lightning struck yeah. the Paul Bear sick off. Uh, now, part of his confession, uh, though, he did talk about... Um, that you know, way he uh, spread the uh, the victims' bones and, and bodies, mm-hmm. uh, cut them up with an axe and spread them around the mountain. Um, ho- ho- you know, hopefully the animals would just pick the bones clean and take right. care of that problem. Right. So, because up in that's Burst- why some people consider like probably you know 
the first serial killer. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I mean, yeah, and he in can, America, he right. confessed to eleven, but it could have been even more because he was like after eleven, I was like I stopped keeping count. Right, it was just part of his daily yeah. activity. So it could have been more than eleven, but and on a bizarre note, maybe this isn't bizarre. Because the whole thing's bizarre. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe the whole thing is bizarre. <laughs> but I didn't find much about his wife. I found, I, uh, I found one thing. And, and everybody really nice. said that she was really nice. Yeah, that was... She was nice, so... But nothing about her being an accomplice? No. Nothing about... Uh, nothing about anything. Well, but that time You think frame. she would be, like, at least the, uh, mildly suspicious... I don't she know. She could have been, but she just kept her mouth shut. I don't well, know. and that's just it. Just think of Pennsylvania at that time frame in the 1800s. Do you think even that his wife would have any vocalization at all? Right. Uh, or, or even no. Who knows? Who knows? It was a different yeah. time, a whole different mentality back then. Oh, and God, yeah. well, everybody hated him and everybody loved her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? She, I mean, he. Yeah. if she never went out to the barn, because that's where he did his thing, and he was out farming and tending to things, and that's mm-hmm. what he was doing out in the barn. Yeah. So she never knew. Hmm. Maybe maybe she chose to ignore it. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? She was a nice person, so but maybe she... seems she, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, just to reiterate, uh, he confessed to all these murders, mm-hmm. but he said the mountain... Was talking to him. Yeah. Evil spirits were telling him to oh, murder yeah. day and night, which leads to some other weird mm-hmm. stories on this mountain. Oh yeah, did you guys hear about the next owner of the tavern after Matthias? Well, tell us. He believed the house was haunted by a dark, evil spirit, mm. but because he had such a belief in God, he kept it at a bay. Well, one day. Somebody was traveling over the mountain, came upon the tavern, and noticed that his door was ripped off the hinges. Ripped off ripped the hinges. Ripped off. Okay. He peeked in. The furniture was, like, strewn everywhere around. Uh, he could not find the owner anywhere. A search party actually found the owner. Okay. And it was, um, he didn't have a head. Oh. It was. Whoa. Yeah. They never figured out what happened. He just, yeah. He lost his head. He lost his head, yeah. Wait, the door was ripped off the hinges and yeah. his head was ripped from his body. Yes. Did they find, they never found the head? Nope. Well, I couldn't find that. I'm assuming. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice one. <laughs> yeah, neither could they. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They just talked about finding the corpse, not the head. So oh, I don't interesting. know. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I could. To, to rip a door off its hinges mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. That's a bear. We're talking wood. a door built back in the day before yeah. Ikea. It's a strong, <laughs> strong it, door. It's a solid wood yeah. door. Strong American-made doors <laughs> Right, there. yeah. And those, those hinges aren't little little ticky-tack yeah. hinges. Those are serious things. So a bear's not going to do that. A bear wouldn't remove a door. It would just find a way in and yeah, find this way. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm just like, I don't know. Can, can a, could a bear walk up and... Jiggle the lock and get a hold and just look, rip the door off. I have a, I have this whole vision of a bear standing on his hind legs trying to tear a door off. Like Yogi Bear. Yeah. Just pissed off. Hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. There's a basket. Hey, inside of this house is a basket. Right. Anybody who <laughs> doesn't know what we're talking about is like, they sound stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. To tear a door off the right. hinges. That, that takes an extreme amount of force or, right. or tools. Like, well, they would go up there with the plan of we need But it was, ripped, right. it was yeah. ripped off. 
Like the hinge, it was ripped off the hinges. So like this door was like literally torn off. Yikes. Right? Yeah. So, or was it obliterated from the inside? That's mm. a good question. He did think this place was haunted by a dark evil spirit. So I don't know. So maybe even like poltergeist style? Maybe. You know, because yeah. that, that would explain, I mean. That would possibly explain like ripping from- some dude's head off is a little beyond a poltergeist. Well, no, but that would explain something from the inside blasting a door off of the hinges, mm-hmm. and it might look like it was ripped. But losing one's head? Yeah, I know, right? That, oh my Decapitated gosh. corpse. Yeah, yeah, that makes me think of a very large werewolf eating some, <laughs> biting somebody's head off. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reports of that. <laughs> huh. Well- so the next owner, because <laughs> they had a really good realtor, so they moved it down the line. <laughs> he bought the property in the late 1800s, so maybe Did they he had wasn't to disclose the next. back in the day. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> there, no one ever was murdered here. No, 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 no. <laughs> so he had a, a beautiful young daughter who liked to play the flute or the whistle or something like that. Like, so she would just be wandering around the house doing this kind of shit, fluting. Yeah, he, she would be fluting. Um, she, I think she fell down the stairs okay. and died. But people, but even to this day, the bird sanctuary, which I think is where this is located now, mm-hmm. um, people can hear whistles or they can hear flute. a flute. Yes, they can hmm. hear this music, uh, which is crazy. That's it. No other reports. Like uh, she just fell down the steps. Yeah, fell and, down uh, the steep steps, huh. <laughs> leading to the basement. So yeah, it sounds like right out of a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, steep steps to the basement. Was it pushed by an unseen force? I well, that, that's what I was thinking. Is that if for a child to haunt? Mm-hmm. Usually it's something traumatic, and that sounds like that sounds like an accident. But there could be well, we don't know about that's her. It's traumatic life. to fall down the stairs. Have you ever done it? It sucks. <laughs> I, I, it's traumatic, especially yeah, when you okay. spill your beer. I know. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, my my son just fell down the stairs the other day. And Did he? All? He, he didn't appreciate no. it. No, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> not fun. But and he would die. But I'm just thinking that if her if her fluting and and the the sounds of whistling or flutes can be heard, what's uh, there has to be something yeah. tethering her to the area. There's some something bringing her. I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like I read something else about somebody who had fallen down the stairs. So I don't know if it's the same person fell down the stairs, but they were actually doing the they were whistling or they were playing the flute or something while they were going down the stairs. So um, I don't know if that like trapped them. I'm wondering if that there was enough evil energy already present in that place right. from the earlier shenanigans that it just happens that if you should happen to kick while you're there, right. that this is where you're going to stay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there was so much between the murders back in the day. Oh, God. And, and yeah. then, there was so much bad mojo right, in this area. Right. And the sausage making and the, <laughs> right. you know all of that stuff right. that if you just happen to die there... It became like a vortex almost mm-hmm. keeping your soul there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like I found another report that's kind of blending. Okay. When maybe. you were talking about the uh, the guy who was like uh, uber religious and yes. that's what he felt kept. I found a report, uh, 1890, a man named Matthias Berger. Okay. Like the there was a lot of Matthiases, I guess, at that time. Yeah, it must have been a popular yeah. name. Yeah. Um, but he was, he was a devout <laughs> Catholic. Uh, he lived as a hermit. Uh, in like just a little hut on the mountain slope. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
simple life, living off the land. Um, he would only go into town occasionally for things he might need. But, you know, because they had a spring up there he was using uh, for mm. water. Okay. Um, but they found his body. Uh, he was uh, found uh, robbed and beaten to death. Oh, Nobody what? ever found who did this to him. Again, robbed and so, beaten to death. Yeah. So um, uh, it, I don't know if it's like a combination it could be. story or yeah. if... Because that guy you said lived in the tavern mm-hmm. after Matthias. Yeah. This guy was a hermit on the side. Both were very re- uh, religious people. Mm-hmm. But both, something got to them. Right. right. Ended brutally. <laughs> so there's a story okay. on this mountain. I could find no other details about it. Just one little line. Okay. And I'm so intrigued. But there is this story uh, that... There is a ten foot tall man mm-hmm. roaming the woods. Yep, I have no other information I could find about it. I found that he is a glowing man. A glowing ten glowing. foot. Glowing. Yep. Yes. That's what I saw. And was glowing. Oh, then apparently there was more to find. <laughs> I just didn't find it. His, his <laughs> the the evil that radiates from him is so powerful that it's supposed to frighten just the strongest of observers with just its presence. But hmm. yeah. Like, he is just that terrifying. Uh, I mean, if I saw a 10-foot guy, I think I would just be terrified regardless. I'm wondering if that's Matthias. I don't know. Why would he be 10-foot glowing? Because he's just (laughs) filled with evil so much that it just, like... That's just how he presents himself? Yeah, like Stay Puft Marshmallow Man style. Mm. It just blew him up, you know? It's just... He's bigger just because he's he's absorbed so much negative energy. (laughs) Well, let me tell you this story, and then we'll see what you think. So, there was these uh, kids hanging out uh, on Hawk Mountain. Uh, I think they had a camp set up through a little camp. And, of course, they had had a car doing some driving. But, anyway... um, they were uh, driving up this road that goes up to the, the, the Schaumbacher Inn. And uh, so they were driving up there. They saw what they can only describe as a uh, a white-robed figure, long with a long gray beard. Like, I'm assuming to Gandalf. me, that, that sounds like Gandalf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and he stood on, on the side of the road uh, toward, you know, near the entrance of the old inn. Uh, and it, in his hand... Was a Sith? Is that what you call that? Yes. A Sith, Sith, yeah. scythe. Oh, a, a sickle, a sickle, a, sickle. Yeah, something, some kind like of what, like farm. What, like what death carries? Exactly <laughs> right. But it, in this case, is it scythe? Scythe. S C Y T H E. So yeah. we, as as all of our listeners know, we we never screw up on names ever. <laughs> so this is just another yeah. instance of, of yeah, you know what we're talking about. Uh, anyway, so these guys saw this figure and they just lost. They lost their stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and they floored it because um, they they were wicked, wicked scared. Uh, so they, they they started speeding up. Uh, they needed. To, they felt they needed to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm trying to read my notes here. Can I tell you the f- the beginning of the story? Yeah, yeah, do it. Okay. Well, you're Wait, there's get- a beginning to my story? Yes, there is, because I have it written down on a paper here. Is that why you were shoving, putting yeah. your notes towards me like I, I was supposed to? <laughs> no, it was just more like, I got this. I got this information. <laughs> 
So anyway, it was like a, a group of five people. They decided that they were going to go to Matthias Schombacher or Schombach's gravesite. Okay. Because he was he was buried in a um, cemetery. Right. Um, so they decided they were going to go to his gravesite mm-hmm. and do what teenagers do. They were drinking. Uh, they were spitting on his grave. Oh, they were no. stomping on his grave. And then. Well, that's just, you're asking for trouble. Right. right. Well, here's the thing. They decided to pee on his grave. Oh, uh, you're yeah. in the way to go. Yeah. 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 That's the Which, final straw. Yeah, it's not, it's not good when you do that. So all of a sudden, all of them, they had this immense fear. As soon as they took them. a whiz? Yeah, they were like, oh, God, we need to leave. So they went back to the car. The car wouldn't start. Mm-hmm. It, they, it took them about 15 to 20 minutes before they got the car to start. They finally got it to start. It just it did it on its own. It didn't even, like, they were trying to get it to go, and right. it wouldn't before, but then all of a sudden it did start. So they got in the car. They started driving. They hit a chipmunk. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Then they hit a... Uh, uh, a squirrel. A squirrel okay. came out of okay. nowhere. Then okay. a rabbit. Then a raccoon. They're getting a, bigger. Yeah, and then a possum. And then, finally, they hit a deer. Well, let's be honest. Possums always get hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and then that's when they came across the ghost of them assuming it was Matthias. But why would it have, like, uh, that sickle? The scythe I, in his hands? You that's know crazy. Know. You know, I forgot to say this earlier. He, they heard her voice that said, get out of here now. And so that's when they were like, okay, we're going back to the car right now. Wow. We're getting out of here. That is interesting because I didn't bring it up because I have a lot of notes. Uh, that I, <laughs> right. And I skim over. There was uh, a dude uh, had stopped at the inn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about staying. He heard a, a, a commotion in the barn. So he walked over to see what was going on, and I guess Matthias was coming down out of the upper part of the barn, and he had a hatch in his hand. And he told Ugh. the guy, he's like, get out of here, get out of here, you'll feel this hatchet. Oh, God. So maybe that was just saying, get out of here, get out. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they were terrified. And yeah. Well, the entire yeah. time that they were driving and hitting all these animals, they were just coming out, you know what I mean? Uh, they felt this electrical charge in the air, and they were like, oh, my God, this is crazy. They finally got back to their campsite, and the electrical charge that was gone, mm-hmm. the fear was gone. They were just like, I don't know what happened, but something told us to get out of there, and I'm thinking it was Matthias. Interesting. But- Holy Moses. Tell you what, why don't we take a break? We'll come back with our final thoughts on this. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Ah, what a beautiful morning. Rise and shine, friends. We're looking for Bigfoot today. Oh, my God. What was that? <laughs> Bigfoot? <sighs> no, that's just Nash. He's a real bear in the morning before he gets his coffee. Here, Nash. I made a fresh pot of Moses family coffee. Their original roasted pecan is amazing. Mmm, mm, yum. This is amazing. Bigfoot's right behind me, isn't he? Run! Run! Ah! 
to mfjerky.com and use promo code SPOOKYJERKY15 to save 15% off your entire order. Moses Family Coffee, the best way to start your paranormal or normal adventure. Hello, listeners. I'm Jaden McKell, and welcome to Straight Up Enigmas, a podcast to explore the unexplained. Spine-tingling supernatural stories, true crime, and riddles from the ancient world are all things to expect when you tune in to Straight Up Enigmas. Like the time we discussed the mysterious death of Alyssa Lamb, or share terrifying true stories from real people about sleep paralysis and shadow people. In one of our most recent episodes, I told the story of Debbie Kent, the sister of my dad's best friend from high school, who was abducted and murdered by serial killer Ted Bundy. Join us every Tuesday and dive into the world's weirdest riddles, unsolved cold cases, and ghostly encounters. You can find our Straight Up Strange episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts. That's a robust. We're back. Heck yeah! I'm excited. This was uh, really interesting. And Mm -hmm. uh, now we told you the story of Matthias uh, Schombach. We we talked about that he said something on this mountain, right? Mm -hmm. uh, It was evil, and telling him to do all these bad things. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you guys find anything else out about this mountain? That Uh. uh, I mean, I. We talked about the history and, and all those murders, so it has a very dark past. Right, right. right. No, I, I feel like I found things about people have seen lights. They've actually seen figures. Um, there was like a, a Native American girl that they saw staying near like a, them. Yeah, like a ghost. I, yeah, I, like I a came ghost. across that, a ghost Native American girl. Yeah, and that... When he that was, would just disappear. Yeah, it just disappeared after a few seconds. Um, what do you think the ten foot tall man is? I don't. I know you were like uh, it's Matthias, I, but I think it's Matthias. Well, yeah. all right. So, uh, I'm sure uh, there is more information oh, yeah. out there about Hawk Mountain, but I mm-hmm. found this. I'm not saying this explains the ten foot tall man, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this is uh, a report. It's not a uh, from uh, Monday. Or at least it was, uh, no, cited on Monday the 1st, July 1991. Okay. This is uh, Hawk Mountain uh, Boy Scout Camp, uh, of course, Pennsylvania. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, the little uh, report here is, we were at camp. Up in the sky, something uh, caught our eye. It was light. It didn't move for about 15 minutes. No. Just hung there with no noise. And then... Was gone like a shot. Just gone. Hmm. I was only 12 uh, when it happened. Uh, I was at a Boy Scout camp at a place called Hawk Mountain in Pennsylvania. Hmm. We, were walking up the f- uh, we were walking up to the phone to call home because the cabin we, uh, had, that we were at had none. And hmm. up in the sky, we saw this light. It was weird. But it really caught our eye. Wow. 
We couldn't stop looking at it. We uh, even started trying to guess what it was. It might have been a helicopter, we thought, but it made no noise. It could have been a plane, but it was not moving at all. We had no idea what it was. Then, while we were still looking at it, uh, what seemed to take forever as they were staring at it, it just took off like a shot. I mean, it was gone. I, I have never even heard about anything like this. Hmm. And frankly, I'm a little embarrassed about telling the story, but I had to get it off my chest. It was the strangest thing that ever happened to me. I'll never forget it. Huh. That was written on a website I just came across. Um, but yeah, about UFO sightings. Okay. Um, yeah, did they say it was like a, a like an orb? Is, was there no, anything he just recalled a light that was just kind of hanging. Hmm. And then, boom, just shot off. I'm just thinking that we've had, like with the Min Min lights, we've had situations where we've come across orbs actually going back to a burial site or being in the area. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe that's that would explain that sighting. Maybe. That maybe that was the 10-foot tall man, but just not in full right. body form. Maybe the, the light was checking them out to say, you know, assessing them. I, mm. I, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, you know... It doesn't fit into the mm-hmm. to, to to the weirdness uh, of Matthias Schaumbach mm-hmm. right. being a serial killer, but also claiming that evil spirits on this mountain. Right. Uh, also, We're- another guy that lived there said evil spirits. Yeah, um, is the dark history super dark of oh this mountain? Did, did it cause something to be to left be left behind? Right, right. haunting this area. I don't know. Uh, the UFOs? I don't know. It just as another one of those weird things. Like, not only do we have this uh, paranormal, supernatural thing going on, mm-hmm. somebody reported potentially what could be. Well, no, not potentially. They said they saw a UFO. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. Hawk Mountain. You know, there's a lot of areas like you know we got the Brown Mountain lights down mm-hmm. down south. Another right. uh, mountain range. But we right. we get weird lights, but also a lot of paranormal weirdness. Yeah. Right. The only thing we need is to have Bigfoot pop up on Hawk Mountain <laughs> and just be I like, know. "Hey, everybody, I'm here." <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I found the whole story uh, extremely interesting. Okay. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot more reports mm-hmm. uh, on paranormal. I. I feel like I could be wrong, but I know there's stories of, of uh, uh, ghost uh, investigators getting oh, some yeah. EVPs up here. Mm-hmm. The place for sure has its place in weirdness in Pennsylvania. Oh, God, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, the story, w- w- you know, being like America's potentially America's first serial killer. Yeah. Uh, and confessing to the 11 people he killed on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. Right. The fact that he Probably fed those eleven people. Made sausage out of humans and fed them to other humans. Right. Like what the what the fudge? <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I, I found it uh, uh, interesting to mm-hmm. dig into uh, bizarre, weird, like messed up. Oh god! Yeah. What the heck is yeah. wrong with people? Type story. Um, but on the flip side, there's a really beautiful hawk preserve there. So if you, <laughs> right, if you are is. a bird watcher. Or if you want to go um, hiking. <laughs> right. Like it's, it's a beautiful really, area. Yes. Um, <laughs> Just and, don't mind the ghosts the, of murder people. <laughs> the National Forest, whatever up there, they they own, they 
they own the uh, tavern. The tavern's still there. Yeah. yeah. They own it now, but it's mm-hmm. part of the preserve. Yeah. So you can drive up that road and oh, yeah. you can see the tavern. And go, and oh, yeah. go visit. Say yeah. hello. Yeah, I don't know if you can go do a paranormal investigation of it. I would oh. really want to. I Well, I saw something about ghost tours up there, but... Uh, I really, I literally found like a sentence about it, oh, and okay. that was it. Okay. So, like, really, I want to know more. I want to know about the tall man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. and that was and not that thing. crappy. Wasn't there a crappy movie with the? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, we watched it. Uh, what's that one actress? She was in uh, Blade Trinity with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Jessica. Jessica. Um, You're right there. You I almost know. got it. You yeah. almost got it. I know you just ruined it though oh, for I'm, me. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, I was almost there, and then you just kept talking. So. Blade Trinity, Jessica, somebody or other. Okay. Mm. But anyway, I think she was in it, but it didn't have anything to do with like a, a supernatural. Mm. It, they were using like some type of legend or lore to fool yeah. people because they were doing some type of uh, Beal smuggling. Yeah, Jessica Beal. Thank you. She's lovely, though. But I'm very curious about uh, what the tall man is. Now, you guys heard of the hat man. Mm-hmm. We got with the shadow man. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the tall man just... Like a version? A version. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Or its own thing. I, I've, The more I listen and the more I, I, I read about this, it's got to be Matthias. I just see him just yeah. swelling with so much negative energy that it's just kept him there. I know. And... He's trapped to haunt the mountain. Yeah. 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 That's, that that mm-hmm. makes the most sense to me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Looking for a, a little sausage here and there. No. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I just want... Like, okay. <laughs> he just wants a sausage. Oh. <laughs> Woo. Mm. All right. <laughs> uh, Got to thank, like I said, Brody. Interesting topic. I thank know. you. Definitely. Thank Send you. your topics... Uh, just go to the website, ParanormalPunchers.com. You'll find ways to send us your topic ideas or mm-hmm. hit up Facebook. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can find us. Oh, yeah. We're and, out there. You and we're out us. there. And we'll reply. And we really uh, greatly appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And Definitely. again, like this one, I never, ever, ever, ever would have come across this mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that idea that he, right. he shot us. Right. We have a list. We're trying to get to everything. Oh, yeah. So if, uh, if you give us a topic idea... It might not happen until next year. Right. But we're trying to check them all off. But we'll yep. get there. And yep. we thank you so much for that. Yeah. Uh, man, I think we covered a lot. I don't know what else we could talk about. Uh, it's cold. Mm-hmm. It's January. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Uh, I can't wait till it gets warmer. But until then, remember, you can find us on the social medias. Paranormal Punchers. Lish, anything else for everybody? Mm, no, I think you covered it all. So. Nash! I just want to say thank the two of you for for having me here and help out. I want to make some sausage here in a little bit. Oh. I'm glad that you're joining us. Okay. Uh, no, thank you very much for the topic idea. It's fantastic, and I'm um, looking forward to a uh, good 2019. Yeah, Dave. Ah. Uh. Mm. Nope, that's right. Dave's not here. Sausage. <laughs> Dave's sick. Dave, I hope you're feeling better. I know. Told you, Dave. You know, at New Year's Eve. I forget what we said. He was like, I never get sick. Uh-huh. Now he's sick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dave, I hope oh, you're yeah. feeling better, buddy. All right, that's it. Who knows what we're going to talk about next time? Right. I don't even know. It'll be awesome. And remember, wherever the pudding skin is at its thinnest, 
We'll be there. Nash will be there sticking his <laughs> finger in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if, <laughs> if it's not weird. It's not worth checking out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.